Texas death row inmate shares his final words before execution. What else is he going to do? Save him for the weekend? Shared his words? Who gives a fuck? I didn't like sharing air with the piece of shit. Why the fuck would I want to hear his words? <laughs> oh shit, is this the Friday music? Say thanks to YouTube's BG for the tunes. Let's get into it. Let me tell you about that guy they executed in uh, Texas here. Warren Beatty's brother, Tracy Beatty, executed Wednesday night. He was uh, 61 years old. 20 years ago, he strangled his own mom. Buried her in the backyard. Tracy Beatty. I bet Warren's pissed. Do not lie to me. You strangled my mom. Did you think you could get away with it? Did you think you could strangle my mom and bury her in the yard, you piece of shit? And get away with it? That you could rape us and humiliate us and get away with that? By the way, where's my fucking shovel? Give me an answer to that. Did you think you could get away with it or not? And do not lie to me. I'm not lying. Do not lie to me. It ain't hanging up in the garage. Where is it? Your house, you piece of shit. I won't ever do it again. Oh, again. I won't ever do it again. Of course you're not going to do it again you fucking donkey how many mamas you think we got tracy Beatty's mom name was carolyn click and i guess he choked her out 20 years ago buried her in the backyard then took all her money and spent it on booze and dope that must have been one hell of a party tracy by the way if you have an appointment with anybody by the name of carolyn click she's not going to be there she wanted me to tell you Click. Carolyn Click. You know, I screwed one of the clocks. Yeah, there's a clock, a clock clan in Arkansas, and I banged one. Yeah, she was pretty damn good looking, but her name was Clock. (laughs) Anyway. Tracy Beatty got in the death chamber and started bawling like a pussy, feeling sorry for himself, strapped to a gurney. I want to know how the hell he blew a kiss to his wife. They say in the story he blew a kiss to his wife. Would you mind telling me how the son of a bitch blew a kiss to his wife strapped to the gurney? That's a shitty kiss blow. Yeah, no kidding. He probably <laughs> stick his tongue out. <laughs> trying to get moisture on his fingers. That was a shitty half-ass kiss and it lands on the guard's dick. <laughs> Way to go, dipshit. You just kissed the pecker. The guy's getting ready to kill you. <laughs> See the executioner over there with the hood on? Got a fucking wet nap sitting there wiping his crotch. <laughs> Giselle Buttcheek bought a fucking $11.5 million Miami mansion right across the water from Tom Brady. Wait, Giselle Buttcheek, I thought you wanted a divorce. 
So Buttcheek has got more money than Tom Brady. They're getting a divorce. She could have lived anywhere in the fucking world. But the supermodel splurged on a five-bedroom, 6,600-square-foot pad that sets on the water just catty-cornered at Tom Brady's fucking backyard on Indian Creek Island. The only thing that separates these two is uh, probably about a 75-yard stretch of water. Oh, my God. Why are you doing this, Giselle Buttcheek? You're going to whore right there in front of Tom, aren't you? He goes, hey, Tom, look at me getting gangbanged on the picnic table out back, you little pussy. Maybe he'll get the message. He should stay home with the kids once in a while. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that this home she's buying right across the water from Tom Brady, Tom's house isn't even built yet. It's still under construction. No shit. <laughs> hey, Tom, you're caught in this fucking lease. Yeah, yeah, she's living right over here and watching every fucking move you make. I predict North Korean-type naval exercises on paddle boats and shit. Sea <laughs> dudes, and it's going to get fucking ugly. Hold on, ha, 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 ha. We have to visit the Oracle, the great Oracle Ag. She can see what their future has in store for them. Gotta call the special champ to summon her. Wish you could buy one fucking Zippo lighter. It wasn't dead in a month. Fucking piece of shit. Do they fucking sell good Zippos anymore? Oh, sorry. We gotta summon the Oracle. Calm down. All right. Thank you, Beck, for always fucking being there, you boring piece of shit. Here we go. This is a historic moment. <laughs> There. What do you want? Do we have to do the echo? <coughs> Sorry about that. We can Thank you. cancel that. <coughs> Sorry. What do you want? <coughs> well, <coughs> I was wondering, what do you see in the future? You don't have to talk like Giselle that. Sell Bunchin and TB. That'd be Tom Brady, not Tampa Bay, not tuberculosis. Tom Brady and Giselle Buttcheek. What do you see in their future? What do I think is going to happen? Somebody's going to drown. Don't drown. Oh, Oracle Ag, you're exactly right. You can take that to the bank. Stupid don't float. So, yeah, you're exactly right. Holy shit. One of them are going to drown. It won't be the kids. It'll be either Tom or Giselle Buttcheek. Probably Tom. Thank you, Oracle Ag, for all the visions. That's fine. Close right. the door on the way Tom out. Tom Brady, there you go. Probably going to get drunk and try to make the swim at 3 a.m. and fucking get hit by a boat and drown or something terrible is going to happen to Tom. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, I've been trying to uh, avoid the inevitable. There's no point in putting it off anymore. Might as well go ahead and talk about um, 
the pussy, that'd be Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, possibly the new Speaker of the House, and that's okay. We've had fucking wimps as Speaker of the House in the past, and it's not going to be the last time. So anyway, but regardless, um, I wanted to address Kevin McCarthy's red wave Yeah, I know a lot of people out there are wondering, hey, what happened to the red wave? Yeah, it just ended up down the fucking maxi pad, didn't it? Absolutely. The party that used to be grand old party, it was a great party. I used to be part of the party. I registered as a Republican under Reagan. I was a true believer in the party. I loved the Republican Party. And then it got hijacked by this new generation of pussies. You want to tell me I'm wrong? Look who's leading your brigade. Look who's leading your parade. Kevin McCarthy. Pussy number two, Donald Trump. Ted Cruz. Jimmy Jordan. And now you're newly elected. (laughs) Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. I'll tell you, GOP, when you put forth a group of fucking wimps to lead your party, And you've put forth fucking pussies. And it's a nice example, half of you are setting for the kids. When you do lose, you throw a fucking tantrum, tear shit up, kill cops. Oh, yeah. True spoiled baby fashion. That's how they've acted right in front of their kids. You know, Trumpy, they say the voters are done with him after the red ripple in the midterms. But you know what? That only proves my point. It absolutely proves it. They'll take that worthless piece of shit who will wipe his dick off with the American flag, wipe his ass too. Yeah, he'll sell all our secrets or just give them away to his fucking buddies overseas. That would be Saudi Arabia and Russia. Sell out this country and they'll give him a pass. But being the self-serving, spoiled children they are, the second he's not delivering, they turn on him and try to convince you, I was never really with him. They're liars. They're absolute liars. They're chicken shits. They're cowards with zero, zero conviction. That's why you lost, false bravado Republican Party. People see right through your artificial, disingenuous disloyalty. To this country. We didn't prove it. You did. Now let's move on. Powerball lottery is being accused of systemic racism after the Powerball payout of over a bill, almost $2 billion. I think it was $2 billion. Critics are knocking the lottery system as a form of systemic racism that targets poor black and brown communities. Would you give it a fucking rest? Are you fucking stupid? Yes, you are. Self-serving. You're as bad as the Republican Party. Get over yourself. Are you fucking serious? I'm poor jack off. And I make sure I invest a percentage of my income in the fucking Powerball tickets because there is a chance. I don't have to win the Powerball. I'd be real cool with just a couple hundred grand. I'd be thrilled to death. Yeah, yeah. Has nothing to do with black. Yeah, I got some Indian in me and a round ass, but I'm white as fucking snow. (laughs) That is the gotta be. I want to tell you, it all comes right back to what I was just talking about. 
excuses. Stop making them. I didn't win the lottery uh, because they were prejudiced against me. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a 200 million to one shot. And I probably would have won it had they been so fucking prejudiced against me. You're a fucking idiot. You should have had a shot. One in 200 million. Chances are you would have won it if they hadn't been so prejudiced. Is that what you're saying? Would you please do me a favor and walk out here in the oncoming traffic? There you go. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like the mood on the entire planet just improved. It's called the Greater Idaho Movement. I guess everybody in Oregon is uh, taking a whole bunch of um, X-lax and they're having a shit fit. Once again, it's just another spoiled brat story. They were told no, and you can't tell a spoiled child no. So the counties of Morrow and Wheeler are looking to secede over to Idaho. <laughs> they approved a ballot measure to explore ways to leave the state. Don't you tantrum-throwing babies have anything else to do? You haven't lost a fucking thing. You're just throwing a fit because you didn't get your way. <coughs> Excuse me, but I do want to congratulate you, though, on the uh, fine example you're setting for the children. Hey, great stocking stuffer idea. Looks like uh, Hillary Duff is livid with the publisher of late ex-boyfriend Aaron Cotter's posthumous memoir, which is set to hit bookstores next week. The Aaron Cotter autobiography claims the former flames lost their virginity to each other. Who gives a fuck? It's not like some big revealing tell-all. You lost your virginity to each other 20 years ago. Who gives a shit? I don't care. You're still holding an axe on that shit. You've got issues. Grow up. Anyway, um, Hillary Duff is all pissed. It's really sad that within a week of Aaron's death, there's a publisher that seems to be recklessly publishing a book out to capitalize on this tragedy without taking appropriate time to care to fact check the validity of this work. <laughs> Folks, can I fill you in on a little something? Hillary Duff is doing exactly what the fucking publisher is doing. Hillary Duff came out with a statement because her publicist is going to say, yeah, you need to make a statement. Besides, this will probably garner some attention for you. You may get a movie role or two out of this. So Aaron Carter's death was a good thing for Hillary Duff. She knows it. Her agent knows it. Everybody fucking knows it. Even the studio is aware. Hey, Hillary Duff's uh, ex-boyfriend, Aaron Carter, died. Should we stick her in something? Yeah, put her in a co-starring role. That's how this shit plays out. So see, it's false bullshit what Hillary Duff is doing right there, okay? I'm not saying she doesn't give a shit about Aaron Carter. What I'm saying is she's capitalizing herself on Aaron's death. It's common sense shit, folks. It's automatic. It's built into Hillary Duff. Yeah. If she really gave a shit, she would have run out, flagged down the first fucking reporter she could find and start spewing. She's no better than the goddamn publisher that wrote about Aaron Carter and the fact that they had sex when they were 12, 13, 14, 15. Who cares? If they're not adults, I'm not interested. If they are adults, Hillary's going to have to get a better ass 
Okay, that's kind of a lie. Hillary Duff actually has a very nice ass. But the video better be of adults, and it better not cost too much on pay-per-view. <laughs> well, it looks like the uh, I Want to Live number for Russian soldiers to call if they want to give up to Ukraine before they get sent there to get their heads blown off is still up and running, folks. I've got the number right here. 38066580-3498. Now, if you're over there in Europe, and I have a ton of listeners in Europe and some even pinging in from Moscow, uh, once again, if you have a kid that's going to Ukraine, they stand no chance if they're going from Moscow. No chance. They're getting no training. They're being armed with pitchforks and sent over there by that idiot, Vladimir Puntang, to die for him. And uh, if you want to get them out of it, have them call that number, 38066-580-3498. So they can set up a surrender before they even get there, and they'll know exactly what to do so they don't get their heads blown off. Matter of fact, we called the number a month or two ago. Country code 11 380 I've already dialed it. My wife's going to kick my ass for this fucking phone bill, but hey, for my Moscow listeners, if you got a kid going, he needs to call this fucking number. Hi, hon. Stan the Joke Man calling from the Stan the Joke Man show. I was just calling to confirm this is the number Russian soldiers need to call if they want to surrender and not get their damn heads blown off. Okay, good, 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 because I've got listeners in Moscow, and trust me, I'm not a, flan, I'm not a fan of Vladimir Puntang, pardon my language, but I do have listeners in Moscow, and I'm trying to get the word out to those folks. 38-066-580-3498. Has Vladimir Puntang called yet? Well, I'm just calling, trying to help out. I can't understand you. You may not understand me, but God bless you. Slava Ukraine. Hey, Baker Mayfield didn't play for the Carolina Panthers last night. That's probably why they won. 25 to 15 over the Falcons. <laughs> Well, what everybody's talking about this morning is Baker Mayfield didn't play. All he had was a baseball cap on. Yeah, he had shoulder pads and his jersey and his pants. He's all dressed up for the game, but he only wore the ball cap. We don't need you out on the field tonight, Baker. We'd like to win a fucking game. But after the game, Baker's running around, headbutting people and jumping around like a fucking idiot. Like he was, like he had just thrown for 400 passing yards or something. It's like, hey, Baker. Uh, we appreciate your enthusiasm, but you realize you had nothing to do with this, right? <laughs> hey, man, I'm personally happy. And I know we got, look, I'm a Baker Mayfield fan, but this is the best damn thing that could have happened to him. He's going to have to work for his supper. He's going to have to go back to the basics and prove to everybody that he's a quarterback worthy of the NFL. 
And that's going to wrap it up here for the Stan the Joke Man show on a Friday, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Share my show, please. Share it, share it, share it. If it doesn't share, it doesn't grow. Nobody else hears about it. And I end up getting depressed, strung out on ho-hos, gain 500 pounds, and die! Share the fucking show! And, <laughs> and thank you for listening. My friends, have a fantastic weekend. Stay on the Joke Man Show broadcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon from the Boys Room Studios. That means I will be back on Monday at high noon. Until then, my friends, keep burning the shit solid. I'll see you Monday. Adios, mi amigos. Bye, Dios. Ah.